after an absolutely wonderful mini-bye weekend off. Following the road win in Carolina, the Eagles return to action on Monday night to host Washington in a key NFC East game. It's another primetime showcase for the 5-1 Eagles, who lead the 3-2 Redskins in the division. Yeah, this is a big game in late October, and everyone knows it. So we're going to talk about that and a lot more on this Eagles Live podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Insider Dave Spadaro. And the tone, honestly, outside of the Novacare complex has been a bit unsettling. There is deserved excitement among Eagles fans over the strong start, but to think that the team has in any way arrived is foolish. We're only six games into the season. There is a lot of football to go, but no doubt it's okay to be excited because this Eagles team has shown that it can win away from Lincoln Financial Field and that it can beat opponents in a variety of ways. Anyway, Lincoln Financial Field is the place to be on Monday night with the big divisional game and the induction of former place kicker David Akers into the team's Hall of Fame at halftime. What a night it will be. We'll pay tribute to Akers later in the show. We start here with head coach Doug Peterson and our exclusive one-on-one as he takes stock of the 5-1 Philadelphia Eagles. Doug, the evolution of the offense, what have you seen from week one to now? I think overall it's the balance. I think the balance between run and pass, pass to run, has really helped our efficiency on offense. You know, obviously the third downs are important and staying on the football field and uh, time of possession, obviously. And the one thing, too, is we're doing a better job of scoring points now, getting down in the red area and, and scoring. And then we're having the ability to score even from further out, which you got to do. And the continuity of the offense, the guys uh, believing and trusting the scheme, but also understanding each other, knowing where everybody's going to be. Last week, the defense took the football away twice from Carolina, put the offense in great position. You go in and score a touchdown. How much emphasis do you put on takeaways into touchdowns? It's huge. Anytime our defense can get the ball for our offense, you know, we try to capitalize and score. And, you know, as most teams and probably most philosophies go, anytime there's a change of possession, there's usually a shot or a big play uh, right behind that. But one thing we've been able to do is capitalize. You know, in the case against Carolina, we got a couple turnovers deep in the red area. So we were able to capitalize and, and score points. And it's just huge. Doug, the play of Vitae at right tackle, the way he hung in there and played a solid game, and just knowing that you've got another young lineman in the pipeline, what does that kind of do for the offense? Well, one, it gives him valuable experience, obviously, starting and going against some fine defensive ends that we played you know, in the first six games. But for him, it just gives us great depth, a lot of confidence going forward as a coaching staff to say, hey, Big B, you can go anywhere. You can go right side, you can go left side, wherever you need to be. And, you know, he approaches it that way. He understands his role that way. Is it perfect? No. Nobody's job is perfect perfect and we're always learning so it just gives us really valuable depth. Monday night is a chance for the Eagles to really just create some distance in the NFC East. How tough is Washington and how hard is it to beat a team in week one and then come back only six weeks later and take them again? Yeah, it's tough. They're playing well too right now and it's a good defense obviously and offensively they can score. Kirk is doing a good job not turning the ball over and really just playing real efficient. It is a quick turnaround. It's only been about six weeks I guess since we played them before and so everything's a little bit fresh on our minds but uh, we're off the road. We're playing at home Monday night football and uh, guys are excited. Thanks coach. Thank you. How are the players feeling about being 5-1? and one? Fortunately, they aren't letting it cloud their purpose. We have a long, long season ahead as running back like Garrett Blunt, who won the Super Bowl last season with New England, knows very well. You just got to stay grounded. You got to stay humble. Make sure that, you know, all the guys in the room are on the same page. All the guys that are in the building are on the same page. Coaches, the staff, everybody's on the same page. Like I said, ignoring the noise, not worrying about what other teams are doing, what other teams' records are, just worrying about ourselves and, and locked in. Offensive guard Brandon Brooks echoed those thoughts. 
Doing a lot of good things, playing good football now. Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, consistency and keeping it going throughout the season, not just, you know, right now. It's more or less like, you know, time will tell. Like, you know, start off fast last year and, you know, see how it turned out, right? You know, start off fast this year, but got to keep pedal to the metal, got to keep it going, you know, not, you know, fizzle out. As much as we talk about the Eagles offense, and understandably so, the defense has also stepped up in a big way in this impressive start. A key contributor has been linebacker Nigel Bradham, who I had the chance to talk with one-on-one -on -one in the locker room this week after a long wait while Bradham talked with a crowd of reporters. Nigel, I gotta tell you, I had to wait a long time to get this interview. There have been days, you know, where there's nobody here asking you questions. Has the world discovered Nigel Bradham? I'm not sure, man. Honestly, I just play the game how I play, and, and that's always been my thing. I'm not here for the, you know, popularity contest. I'm just trying to get the wins and execute sound and do my job, man, to my best ability, and that's it. How much more comfortable are you in this defense year two? It seems like all the pieces are fitting in here with everybody kind of knowing what Jim wants. Like you said, it's another level of chemistry. Uh, we added to it. I feel like just by having a whole another year of balancing, knowing the guys and knowing their style or how they play, ways we can attack offenses because certain guys are good at certain things and others, you know. It's really great to see us all come to form like this, you know, and be the top defense that we always knew we could be. How was last Thursday in Carolina for you just in terms of how you felt you played, kind of ranking it among all your career games? Was it one of your better games, do you think? It's hard to say for me because that wasn't my highest tackles. It wasn't my most successful loss. I've had sacks. I had interceptions. I had forced fumbles, so came away with that game with none of that. So, but some people think that was my best game. I would put it up there as a top game, but I wouldn't say my best because I've had better performances. Washington Redskins, what's the challenge with their offense? Their offense has been rolling lately, man. Uh, it's going to be a lot different from the first time we've seen them. Uh, they're doing a lot more different things with certain guys. They're running the ball a lot more with Chris Thompson and using him a lot more in their offense. So he's been a big threat of their offense so far. So we pretty much got to come into the game plan knowing what we got to take away and knowing how we got to attack Cousins. How's the confidence level on this defense? We all right, man, but we know we still not satisfied at the end of the day. That's what it is. We got to keep rolling, and that's what we want to do. We want to be the best defense in the league. We're going to play out through the whole year until we get to that. You been in the playoffs? No. You truly don't know what it takes to get to the playoffs. Well, I ain't going to say I don't know what it takes, but... <laughs> never experienced it. I never experienced it. Honestly, this has been the first team I've been on where I could actually experience it. So yeah. that's why I wouldn't say I wouldn't know what it takes, because I definitely worked for it. <laughs> sure, sure. It's just, it's just never happened. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I haven't been on a good enough team. Right, right. Does it raise the level of excitement in this locker room? Sure, man. Uh, anytime you get the possibility of knowing, like, there's an opportunity to go, it's amazing to have that chip on your shoulder throughout the season. And that's why we're not satisfied because, like you said, we started early, nice early last year, 3-0 and whatnot, and it went the wrong way for us. So now we're just trying to keep it going uphill. Well, I got to step aside. A fourth wave of reporters wants to come talk to you. You're the most popular guy in <laughs> Nah, nah, I'm definitely not the most popular. I'll get out of the lane. Thanks. Yeah. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team, have fun, and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. Linebackers coach Ken Flagel has done a terrific job with his group, and they will be critical on Monday night against a Washington offense that looks a lot different than it did in the season opening 30-17 Eagles win at FedEx Field, a game in which Washington gained just 64 rushing yards, and quarterback Kirk Cousins was sacked four times and had two fumbles against him, one of which Fletcher Cox returned for a touchdown. Here is linebackers coach Ken Flagel. 
can the Washington Redskins and their run game, what makes it so difficult to defend? Well, number one, I think they've got quality backs. They've got a bevy of, really, they rotate three guys between Perrine and Thompson and Kelly that are all, I think, quality backs. They've got a good offensive line. Now, their run game's probably a little bit different this time that we faced them as opposed to the first time we played them. Game one, coming out of the season, you know, we based a lot of our information on what they did in 2016, and they were more of a stretch perimeter type of run team. They've got a lot of what we call gap schemes now, where they're pulling people and they are trapping and they're running counters and stutters and things like that. So the run game's a little bit different, but I think the thing that makes them go is I think they've got a decent front, and I really like their backs. The way that the Eagles have played so successfully against the run really indicates that the fit with the front four and the linebackers has worked so well. What are you seeing, and from a responsibility standpoint, how are the linebackers fitting into making that so successful? Well, we spent a lot of time repping it, as you would think, Dave. I mean, we spent a lot of time during the course of the week, myself and Chris Wilson do, together, just trying to make sure that we are fitted up properly against runs that maybe we don't see in a week-to-week basis from opponents. So that's part of it. But again, the guys spend a lot of time watching tape on their own. They talk it amongst themselves. If there's an issue, we usually solve it on the sidelines. I think one thing that people would be surprised to know is that, you know, when you come out to our practice, and obviously we film all the practices, but we have a big, giant TV screen out in the middle of the field. And as soon as the defense comes off the field, if there's an issue, you'd have to run to chase our guys away from that screen. They go over there right now they want to know what the mistake was they want to know who misfit the run and they get it corrected it's instant feedback but to me it's ownership it comes back these guys they want to be good and they take ownership in it and they're willing to do the work have you seen a great deal of comfort from the players in year two of the scheme i think so because you know part of the deal is is we're not a multiple front team so again it's not like we're trying to fit run games up against an over and an under and 46 and those type of things you know we're static a little bit in some regards with our front now that's a good thing because we we see how people scheme our front in terms of the run game so it gives us a chance to go back and we can really rep those type of plays out so I think feel like guys get a real comfort zone with that. It really looks Ken that these guys they play with so much emotion I mean they are really into the game and excited about the way the defense is playing. I think they enjoy each other that's a big part of it and as I mentioned to you before I think our locker room we have a great locker room I think guys genuinely care about each other they like spending time with one another and because of that I think that's all part of winning and people outside the building may discount that. I never discount that as a coach. Chemistry is a big part of winning in any sports deal. And I think we've got great chemistry here. I don't think we've got a bunch of guys that if something goes wrong that they finger point. I think they're really more concerned about just making sure that they get it right and they support each other. And that just excites me. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. On the offensive side of the ball, the Eagles are going against a Washington defense missing tackle Jonathan Allen and playing with a secondary that is banged up and bruised. Wide receiver Torrey Smith provides a preview of what to expect in the passing game. Tori, what are you expecting from the Washington secondary? Do you know yet? I know they kind of have a little injury bug or whatever, but the scheme's still the same. Um, you have to study different individuals. I know I saw 47, Daisy Dunbar, on film a lot. Playing the past few weeks since Josh has been hurt, so more so he's a new guy that you have to learn about. How does he play? Um, he's been doing a great job. And also, you know, just studying the guys that were there. That's the biggest thing for us as receivers. Um, we noticed they have a new safety in there, too. New safety in there um, who has some, has some range. He's flying around making plays for him. So, I mean, for us, it's 
just studying and bringing your game. What is their scheme? What do they do? They'll mix it up a little bit, get some zone in there. They'll play man, and they'll take their chances too. So you just have to be able to, you know, just win your matchup. For us receivers, man, it's, it's never really too complicated. Um, you know, last week more so for the most part, and certain downs they'll mix in some man. But um, even then, you know, you have your matchup. You have to get open. Kind of going off track here because, well, why not? He's a young player to keep an eye on. And he may or may not play a key role in Monday night's game offensively. But rookie wide receiver Matt Collins is on the rise. He's a core member of Dave Phipps' special teams, and he's making his presence known in the passing game when called upon. Hollins had two big catches in last week's victory at Carolina. I wanted to catch up with Hollins, and I did. Here is wide receiver Matt Collins making strides in his first NFL season. You know, they always talk about how long it is for a rookie. Have you felt that at all? I mean, not really. I feel like I've adjusted pretty well so far. I obviously have a long way to go because I just got here and there's always new things I can learn. But I feel like if you don't have the confidence that you've you know, adjusted to the game, then you never will. So as long as I have that mindset that, hey, I've adjusted, I can play at this level, then I'm going to be able to play well. It never seemed like the speed of the game was much of an adjustment at all. Is that accurate to say? I mean, it really wasn't much to me. The only difference I really noticed was that, you know, everybody's, when they're on the field, it's yeah, even in practice, you see it. Everybody's here for a reason. This is their job. There's not guys that are just happen to get a scholarship and are just using their scholarship to stay four years. Everybody's here and everything's 100% going all out. I'd say that's the biggest difference, but the speed is, you know, you get adjusted within the first month. You feel like your role is growing in the offense? Uh, I think so. You know, I have some games where I'll get more reps at offense and some games less, but to me, as long as there's a W at the end, I'm good if I get zero reps. The Washington Redskins week one, what were they like and what do you think they'll be like now with all of their injuries coming in here six weeks later after playing you? You know, I think injuries, you know, happen to all teams. We've had injuries, but you can't go against a team and say, well, they got some injuries, so we're going to be good. Oh, they have some starters down, so we got a better chance of winning. It's next guy up, just like last week. You know, we had guys down, but next guy up, and we play just as well. So my mindset is that they're the same team or better than what they were week one. So I'm preparing that way, and we're all preparing that way, and we're expecting to get a win after, you know, preparing so hard. What's the message in here been, the leadership of the team telling you don't get too comfortable at 5-1? and one? Oh, yeah, it's one week at a time. You know, don't focus on, oh, we're going to the playoffs, oh, we're going here or there. We're 0-0. We're trying to be 1-0 each week. So that's what everybody's been saying, and that's kind of been the message, and that's what's kept us going. Did the mini-bye week give you a breather? Oh, yeah. It was really nice just to you know be able to step back and kind of absorb all these games that we've been playing because, you know, we went two games in, what, five days or something like that. It was good to be able to step back, watch some film a little bit more, and not have to be, oh, we got an opponent. Let's already get prepared. So, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it and took advantage of it. How have you played? I think I can always play better. I can always make more plays, and I need to be making more plays. So that's my expectation is to keep getting better and keep improving at practice and you know on games thank you oh yeah I'm Eagle safety Rodney McLeod. This is defensive end Derek Barnett. This is linebacker Nigel Bradham of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadaro. These defensive guys, they are all over the field. One final piece of commentary on this game and on this team from Brian Westbrook, former Eagle and member of the franchise's Hall of Fame. Westbrook loves what he's seen from the Eagles thus far, and he doesn't expect any kind of letdown. Here is our press pass with Brian Westbrook. Brian, here the Eagles sit at 5-1 and one with the Washington Redskins coming to town with three home games. I mean, it is just set up to be a beautiful run. So what is the mindset of a player? The mindset has to be the same thing. Hard work, 
mastering your craft, mastering the game plan every single week. The same mindset that they've had for the last six games, last six weeks, they have to have that mindset. They can't be happy with where they're at right now. They have to continue to be humble, but yet hungry to go out there and finish this thing the right way. You're right. You have three home games behind the best fans in the NFL behind you. Now it's time to go out there and expand that league, continue to get better. And if they do that, this team will be in the right place after this homestand. What is stronger, the Eagles offense or the Eagles defense? I guess the question is, how does this team beat you? I mean, they seem like they can win a lot of ways. Well, first of all, to win in this league, it takes all three. The special teams have been good. The offense has been good. The defense has been good. Now, all three units have struggled in certain situations. However, the other two have picked up for them and made the difference. Um, That's called team football. This team right now is playing well together. They all have confidence in each other. And even when something falters, a turnover early, the defense picks up and doesn't allow the other team to score just like they did last week against Carolina. And that's impressive. What concerns you about this team, Ryan? You know, you just wonder how good this team can be. The thought has been, for me, you're bringing a lot of free agents, you bring in a lot of different people, and you just wonder what's going to happen when adversity hits. But this team continues to be resilient. They continue to punch back. Even when another team answers the call and they go down and score, this offensive team continues to battle. Even if the offense gives the ball to the other team, this defense steps up and plays well, and the special teams have made a difference. They're winning the field position battle, and Jake Elliott continues to be great. This team has the makings of a great team. They have to continue to get better. On Monday night, Washington's in town. I don't think the Eagles saw the best of the Washington Redskins in that first game. Do you agree? No, they look rusty. They didn't look like a team that didn't play very well or very long together. I think you'll see Kirk Cousins be a little bit sharper. I think you have to believe that Terrell Pryor will catch the football this game as well as Crowder and those other receivers that they have down there. We have to play sharp. We're protecting our house. If you want to be good in this league, you have to protect your home field. This is a great opportunity for this team. So Doug Peterson gave the Eagles the whole weekend off last weekend after that Thursday night game. Is there a noticeable difference in your body when you have 11 days or whatever it is, 10 days, 11 days between games? Your body feels a lot better. Your mind, when you come back, is a lot fresher. It's renewed. That's something that allows you to go out there and work even harder in practice. And now I expect these guys not to have a letdown, but to go out there and play much harder, much faster, be able to think through the game, uh, master the game plan as well. That's going to be important, especially in the division rival of the Washington Redskins. And finally, Brian, just a little profile here on Fletcher Cox, who got some heat last year, got the big contract, didn't put up the big numbers. People wondered, is he really worth the money? We saw last week in Carolina just how much of an impact he can make. Is he somebody who can carry a defense? He certainly is someone that can carry a defense. He's not just a piece. He's the center stone. He's a guy that can set the tone for the defense. You see what he's been able to do. He demands a double team every single play. That frees everyone else up around him. The great players, the truly great players, and he's on his way there. They make everyone else around them better. Dutcher Cox has that ability. Now you get joined uh, in the Eagles Hall of Fame by David Akers. You were a teammate of his. What did it mean to you to have a kicker that you could rely upon so much? Well, almost the same thing that Jake Elliott has brought to this football team. Of course, David did it for a long time, but we also knew when he ran out there, we had a guaranteed three. We had confidence that offensively, we get down to the 30, you know, 34, 35 yard line. We had a kicker that can knock it in. Dave deserves to be in the Eagles Hall of Fame. I'm so happy for him, and he's a great man. He's not only a great player, but also a great man. That makes a difference. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. David Akers played 12 seasons with the Eagles and defined clutch consistency at a position that demands it. He was a five-time Pro Bowl kicker, and Akers was named to the NFL's all-decade team in the 2000s. He set franchise marks for points, field goals made, and great. Merrill Reese, it's good! And the Eagles win! The kickers have won. It's got the distance... 57 
The ball is spotted. The kick is up. It's gone! And David Akers has just become the Eagles' all-time career scorer with 884 points. This should be an extra point for David Akers, who already has set an NFL record with 17 consecutive playoff field goals. What a way to end the game as David Akers has just kicked the field goal that has sent the Eagles into the NFC Championship game. As Akers goes into the team's Hall of Fame, he is remembered fondly by the coaches who showed confidence in him and had their faith repaid. Here is former Eagles head coach Andy Reid on David Akers. David Akers, congratulations, man. We made it all the way from Norm Johnson not showing up for the field goal to you being in the Hall of Fame. You were there for all of it. My hat goes off to you. You're a tremendous person, number one, and a phenomenal, phenomenal kicker, number two. And you won a heck of a lot of games for the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, again, I wish I was there to celebrate it with you. Congratulations. Best of luck, man. John Harbaugh was the special teams coach when Akers made it with the Eagles after failed attempts in Carolina, Atlanta, and Washington and Harbaugh appreciated the professionalism and the ice-in-veins approach from Akers. Former Eagles special teams coach, John Harbaugh. David Akers going into the Eagles Hall of Fame. What could be more fitting? Great guy, great human being, great kicker. Had a lot of great times with David Akers. Had a lot of great moments, didn't we? Onside kicks, game-winning field goals, you name it, tackles. Great job, David. Congratulations, you're my hero. Congratulations to David Akers, the 2017 inductee into the Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame. That will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. We're back with our Instant Reaction podcast after the Eagles and Redskins play on Monday Night Football at Lincoln Financial Field. Thanks for joining us, and if you haven't already subscribed, please do so and spread the word. We want our audience to grow as this fascinating season gets into nitty-gritty time on the schedule. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Shu for their great work putting this all together. And thanks to you for joining in. Have a great Eagles Day, everyone, and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E!